we found Gilbert in his room, singing to the radio. Gilbert had the most beautiful voice and dreamed of becoming a famous singer. My voice sounded like one of the guinea fowl that screeched in our trees as it pooped, but I never let that stop me from singing. Gilbert Bo! Bo! Sharp? Sharp! That was our slang we used every time we saw one another. The word Bo was short for bonjour, started by some chaps who were learning French in school and wanting to show off. It means hello in that language. I don't know where sharp came from, but it was like saying, Are you cool? If we were feeling really good, we went a bit further. Sure? Sure. Fit? Fit. Hey. Let's go to the trading center, I said. I bet there's a mountain of treasure outside Ofezi. Ofezi Boozing Center was the local bar in Wimbe. Its most popular drink was Shake Shake, a kind of beer made from corn that was sold in cardboard cartons. I wasn't allowed inside Ofezi, but I'm guessing they didn't have a garbage can, because every night the men tossed their empty cartons into the road. Gilbert, Jeffrey, and I liked to collect them. After we washed the cartons out with water, they made the perfect toy trucks. Even though we lived in a small village in Africa, we did many of the same things kids do all over the world. We just used different materials. After talking with friends I met in America, I know this is true. Children everywhere have similar ways of playing with one another. And if you look at it this way, the world isn't such a big place. My friends and I loved trucks. It didn't matter what kind. We loved the four-ton dump trucks that rumbled out of the big farms, kicking up dust. We loved the small pickups that took passengers from Wimbe to Kasungu, the nearest city. We loved them all, and each week we'd compete to see who could build the best one. I know that in America you can buy toy trucks already assembled in a store. In Malawi, we built ours from shake-shake cartons and pieces of wire. To us, they were just as beautiful. The axles were sections of wire we bought by picking mangoes, and for the wheels, we used bottle caps. Even better were the plastic caps from our mother's containers of cooking oil, which lasted much longer. And if we took our father's razor blades, we could cut designs in the wheels to give each truck its own unique treading. That way, the tracks in the dirt told us if the truck belonged to Kamkwamba Toyota, for instance, or to Gilbert Company, LTD. We also built our own monster wagons, called Chigirigiri, that looked like American go-karts. We made the frames from thick tree branches, careful to find ones with giant knots or a fork that could be used as a seat. We then dug up large tuba roots, called kaumbu that looked like mutant sweet potatoes, and shaped them into wheels. The axles were poles carved from a blue gum tree. After everything was assembled, we tied it all together with vines and hoped it didn't fall apart. To make the car move, one person pulled with a long rope while the driver steered with his feet. With two cars side by side, we held derbies through the trading center.
Let's race. For sure. Last one to reach the barbershop will go blind. Go. After the race, if we had some money in our pockets, we'd stop by Mr. Banda's shop for a cold bottle of Fanta and some dandy sweets. Mr. Banda ran the Malawian version of a convenience store. On his shelves were packages of margarine and powdered milk, since most people didn't have refrigerators at home to keep milk cold. He also sold aspirin, cough drops, lotions, bars of Lifebuoy soap, and on the very bottom shelf, Drew's liver salts. I have no idea what liver salts were used for, but I'm certain they tasted rotten. Whenever we entered, Mr. Banda greeted us in our usual Malawian custom.